Hello and welcome back to your exclusive bonus episode of Koala Moon. As a Coco Club member, you can listen ad-free and enjoy exclusive bonus episodes just like this one every month. Coco and I would like to thank you for your continued support. You're making a big difference in helping us improve our little podcast and helping make it thrive. Here in the UK, the days are getting shorter and the leaves on the trees are turning a burnished gold and bronze colour, which means something spooky and exciting is coming very soon. Something that features pumpkins, witches and broomsticks. Can you guess what it is? Yes, Halloween! I'm delighted tonight to take you back into the magical world of Lily and Jake Jupiter, where we'll be treated to a tale of adventure, of course, magic and clever riddles. Before we begin, a quick message for the grown-ups. If you'd like to support our podcast, enjoy ad-free listening, unlock four bonus stories per month and much, much more, you can join Coco Club. Subscribe in just two taps via the link in the show notes. But now, here's a quick word from our sponsors. So stash away your wands and pointy hats, fold up your capes and cloaks, and settle down into your bed. Relax your whole body, starting with your feet, moving up your legs and up your body to the top of your head. Close your eyes and take some deep breaths in through your nose and out through your mouth. Soon we'll meet twins Lily and Jake Jupiter again and join them as they set off on a Halloween adventure that begins with a broomstick ride through the starlit Leeds sky. They will meet a black cat called Shadow inspired by listener Shadow Kitten 123, who they help out with a special spell. This is the Jupiter Twins' Halloween Magic by Julian Rogerson. It was Halloween, and all the pupils at the Leora School of Magic were gathered inside the main hall. Each pupil had received a bat-shaped invitation the previous week, inviting them to visit a magical place called Halloween Village. The gathered pupils chatted excitedly about what they would do at Halloween Village and the possible things they might see. Twins Jake and Lily Jupiter were among the excited pupils, and they too had been discussing what they would do at Halloween Village. Lily looked at her bat-shaped invite. She'd kept it safely in her pocket ever since it had flown down to her in the middle of dinner last Wednesday. She looked at it for the 25th time and read the words with a smile on her face. Jake looked at his sister and joked, (laughs) You'll wear the words out if you keep reading them. You know we don't need to take the invitations with us. Lily nodded and said, I know, but I want to take it, and I'm going to keep it forever. I've been dreaming about going to Halloween Village ever since I can remember. She grinned at Jake, 
her eyes twinkling in excitement. I just can't wait to go. When do you think we'll set off? Jake grinned back and said she didn't have to wait much longer because their head teacher, Dr. Howard, had just walked into the hall. Dr. Howard's long hair was black instead of her usual navy. Small orange sequins in the shape of pumpkins were threaded through her wavy hair and they glimmered and shimmered in the light. She was wearing a floor-length black dress which was edged with more pumpkin-shaped orange sequins and a broomstick was held firmly in one hand. The headteacher said good evening to the children and asked if they had their broomsticks ready. The children raised their broomsticks to confirm that they did. Dr. Howard nodded and smiled. She walked into the middle of the hall and stopped. She looked upwards at the ceiling, held up one hand and recited the words of a Halloween spell. It was in a language that none of the children had heard before. A light, crackling sound came from the ceiling. Sparkles of orange light zipped across it like flickering lightning. The students watched wide-eyed as the ceiling faded away and the night sky came into view. The stars shone more brightly than ever before and the full moon looked like it had doubled in size. Lily whispered to Jake, How is this even possible? The school is underground. Jake replied, I've no idea. Maybe there's extra magic in the air tonight. Dr. Howard lowered her hand. She told the students to climb onto their broomsticks because their Halloween guides would be arriving shortly. There was a low rustle of bristles as the students settled themselves on their broomsticks. As part of their education at the academy, each pupil had to attend broom-flying lessons. To their relief, it was much easier than they had expected and each pupil had easily passed their exam and been given a flying license. A fluttering sound slowly filled the air. Looking upwards, the students saw a cluster of fuzzy bats hovering overhead, their wings slowly flapping. Each bat was wearing a sparkling orange waistcoat. Dr. Howard told the students the bats would lead the way to Halloween Village and advised them to form lines behind her. She settled herself sideways on her broomstick and rose towards the star-filled sky. The students followed her along with the rest of the teachers at the school. The bats changed direction and flew away to the west their orange waistcoats glimmering under the light of the full moon. Dr. Howard, her students and colleagues followed them, flying high above the streets of Leeds. 
Lily looked down at the streets and saw Halloween festivities taking place on one of the paved areas. Children were dressed in a variety of costumes, including fairy tale characters, superheroes and witches. They were oblivious to the formation of flying broomsticks above them. The bats flew onwards through the sky. Soon a huge glittering cloud of pale orange appeared in front of them and covered up some of the stars. As the bats flew closer to it, the cloud changed into the shape of a door. It slowly swung open and a faint tinkle of music could be heard coming from the other side. The bats flew through the open door cloud. They were closely followed by Dr. Howard and the others. Lily and Jake passed through the open door and into another world. Below them were dark fields that were surrounded by trees. Each tree was strewn with twinkling orange and green fairy lights. They flew over the fields and towards a brightly lit village that was nestled in a valley. It was Halloween Village. The Jupiter twins flew closer to the village and saw rides and amusement arcades, food stalls and picnic benches. The joyful sound of music and laughter drifted towards them. The twins saw lots of visitors wandering around the village and noticed a group of unicorns and centaurs queuing up for the Ferris wheel. Halloween Village was surrounded by small wooden huts and round tents with a couple of lanterns outside each one. Seeing as Lily was the expert on Halloween Village, Jake asked her who lived in the huts and tents. Lily answered, Witches. Some of them live here all year round and have Halloween every day because they love it so much. Can you see that stage at the far end of the village? The witches are going to put a show on later. The bats headed towards the ground and landed next to a large area where visitors could leave their broomsticks. Everyone followed their lead and landed on the ground too. The bats bowed their little heads in goodbye and flew away. The students and teachers dismounted from their brooms and placed them in a neat row. Dr. Howard gathered the students closer, smiled at them, and said, There is only one rule I need to give you, and that is, have lots of fun. Enjoy the rides and activities. I will let you know when it's time to return to school. Don't forget the show later on. It's always great fun. Off you go. With excited smiles and speedy steps, the students began to hasten away. 
Dr. Howard caught the attention of Jake and Lily Jupiter and asked if she could have a quiet word with them. The twins moved closer and waited for their head teacher to speak. Dr. Howard said, I have a strong feeling that someone here will need help and your magical abilities will be called upon. It is entirely up to you as to whether you help them or not, but from past experience, I know you two are always willing to help those in need. She told them to have a wonderful time in the village and that she would catch up with them later. Dr. Howard waved goodbye and headed towards an orange and green roller coaster. Lily's eyes shone with glee. Jake, who do you think will need our help? One of the witches? One of the visitors? Her smile dropped a little. Do you think we will be able to help whoever it is? Everyone here has magical abilities, and we're still getting used to ours. I can't even remember some of the spells we've learned. Jake put his arm around his sister and said, Stop worrying. Everything will be fine. You're amazing at spells and you often remember things that others forget. Have you got your magical orb with you in case we need it? Lily nodded and confirmed she did have her orb with her. She smiled at her brother and thanked him for making her feel better. She asked where they should go first. Jake wanted to go on as many rides as they could. The twins spent the next hour going on the roller coasters, the Ferris wheel, the Halloween train, and some bumper cars that were in the shape of pumpkins. Even though they were having a marvellous time, They kept looking out for someone who might need their help. They didn't notice any such person and wondered if their head teacher had been mistaken. After a while, the Jupiter twins decided to take a break from the rides and have something to eat. They walked over to a stall that sold Halloween candy and looked at the treats on offer. The friendly witch behind the counter asked what they would like. Lily pointed to a tub of pumpkin-shaped gummies and asked what flavour they were. Any flavour you would like, the witch replied with a smile. Think about a flavour, tap the sweet, and it will become the taste you require. Hearing about the magical sweets made the twins smile and they each bought a bag. They thanked the witch and took a seat on a nearby green bench. They opened their bags and took out a gummy. They thought of a flavour and then tapped it. Lily chose strawberry first, then chocolate, mint and a zesty orange flavour. Jake went for pizza, hot dog, 
and French fries covered in mustard. Lily pulled a face at the peculiar flavours, but when she tried a pizza gummy mixed with a couple of strawberry-flavoured ones, she smiled and said it was actually a good combination. The twins were so absorbed in coming up with the most bizarre combination of flavours that they nearly didn't notice that someone did indeed need their help. It was Lily who eventually noticed. She looked up from her bag of magical gummies and saw a fluffy black cat standing outside one of the witch's tents. The cat was next to a small cauldron, a book in her paw, and a confused look on her furry face. She kept sighing and shaking her head at the book. Lily nudged Jake and told him to look at the black cat. Lily said, I think she needs help. Shall we go over to her? Jake nodded. They put their candy bags in their pockets and walked over to the cat. Upon their approach, the cat looked up from her book and gave them a small smile. The twins introduced themselves. Lily politely asked the cat if she needed help with something. The cat lowered the book and said, Oh, yes, I do need help. I'm trying to cast a spell as a surprise for my witch, but I've no idea what I'm doing. I've never cast a spell before, but I've seen my witch doing it hundreds of times, so I thought I would have a go, but I'm already stuck. Can you help me, please? The cat said her name was Shadow and explained she was having trouble finding the ingredients for the spell. She read the first one out. The cat's pyjamas. Isn't that a peculiar item for a spell? Jake nodded and agreed it was. He said, I didn't even know... Cats wore pyjamas, Shadow said. I wear them sometimes when it's cold, and I did bring some with me today. I put them in the cauldron because that's what the spell informs me to do, but the cauldron threw them right back out at me. Am I doing something wrong with the pyjamas? Jake scratched his head and said he didn't know. He looked at Lily for advice. Her face was scrunched up in thought, and she was mumbling something about their grandma for some reason. Jake said, Lily, what are you talking about? What's grandma got to do with magic spells? Lily stopped frowning and grinned at him. Jake, do you remember what Grandma said to us when we tried our school uniforms on for the first time? 
It was the week before we started at the academy, and Grandma wanted to see what we looked like in our uniforms. When we put them on, she said we looked like the cat's pyjamas. Jake said he didn't remember that at all. And why did Grandma say such a strange thing anyway? Lily said, that's what I asked her at the time. She said, it was an old-fashioned saying that her grandma used to say to her. It means that someone looks very nice in their new clothes. I wonder if the expression came from a cat who wore very fancy pyjamas one day and kept getting compliments about them. And maybe the spell needs those original pyjamas. What do you think? Jake wasn't sure and asked how they could possibly find those pyjamas. Lily took her magical orb from her pocket and held it up. She told Jake and Shadow that she would ask the orb to conjure up an image of the cat in the fancy pyjamas. She said, I've no idea if this will work or even if there ever was a cat in lovely pyjamas, but it's worth a try. She closed her eyes and a look of deep concentration filled her face. Swirls of red and silver ribbons appeared inside the orb. They joined together, and an image of a small cat came into view. Lily opened her eyes and looked at the cat in the orb. Shadow and Jake looked at it too. The cat inside the orb was wearing red velvet pyjamas sprinkled with star-shaped sequins that twinkled brightly. The pyjama top was fastened with silver buttons and an elegant hood was pulled up over the cat's ears. The cat looked very cosy and snug inside the beautiful pyjamas. Lily waved her hand over the orb. The image of the cat vanished, and swirls of red and silver ribbons rose from the orb and drifted towards the cauldron. The coloured ribbons turned into the pyjamas again as they dropped into the cauldron. A small flash of light appeared from within the cauldron. Shadow smiled and said, Those must have been the right pyjamas. I never would have worked that out by myself. Thank you so much. Can you help me with the other two ingredients, please? 
the Jupiter twins said of course, and asked what the next one was. Shadow said, It's a star's whisper. The twins looked up at the night sky and wondered how they were going to capture a star's whisper. Lily said the stars were millions of miles away and they'd never be able to get there on their broomsticks. Jake looked at his sister and said, This is Halloween and anything could happen tonight. Perhaps we could ask one of the stars to come closer to us. Lily said it was worth trying. They searched the sky for the brightest star and asked it to come closer. Nothing happened. Lily and Jake shared puzzled looks. Shadow said, I'm no expert when it comes to magic spells, but do you think using your glass orb again might work? Lily said that was an excellent idea. She held her orb near her mouth, looked at the bright star, and whispered into the orb, Hello. Could you help us with a spell, please? Can you move closer to us? The star twinkled more brightly, and then, to the twins' delight, it floated down from the sky and hovered in the air right next to them. The star opened its sparkling eyes, and smiled at the twins and the cat. The star said, You asked for my help? Lily nodded and explained the spell situation. The star said he would love to help. He moved closer to the cauldron and whispered something into it. A flash of light appeared inside the cauldron and Shadow confirmed the star's whisper had been successfully collected. The cat and the twins thanked the star for his help. Lily wanted to ask the star what he had whispered but thought it might be a secret so she kept quiet. The star wished them a happy Halloween, rose into the night sky and returned to his previous position. Jake asked Shadow what the last ingredient was. Shadow replied, A broomstick's riddle. She frowned at the spell book. What does that mean? There are hundreds of broomsticks around here. How are we supposed to know which one has a riddle? Lily said, we ask them. I'm not sure any will answer us, 
or even if they can talk, but we can try. Let's start at the area where we parked our broomsticks. Shadow, Jake and Lily headed towards the broomsticks and stopped in front of them. Lily looked at the broomsticks and spoke into her orb again. Good evening, broomsticks. Does anyone have a riddle for us? She lowered her orb and looked at the silent brooms. Jake and Shadow looked at them too. A small cough came from one of the broomsticks at the back and a voice said, I have a riddle for you. May I come closer? Of course, Lily replied, not knowing who had spoken. A broomstick rose from the back and floated towards them. Like the star, she had a little face and she smiled at the twins and cat. She cleared her throat, smiled some more and said, My riddle is this. A faraway planet, wrapped in layers of orange, brown and white, and a mirror having magical adventures. Who am I? Jake sighed and said to Lily, I was hoping it would be an easy riddle. Lily gave her brother a gentle bump and said, It is an easy riddle. Come on, Jake, you're good at things like this. What's the name of a faraway planet that is wrapped in layers of orange, brown and white? Jake's face scrunched up in concentration. A second later, he burst out laughing and said, It's Jupiter, of course. I can't believe I forgot that. And because we're identical twins, the perfect mirror having magical adventures could be us. He looked at the broomstick and said, Is the answer the Jupiter twins? The broomstick laughed lightly and said it was. She gave herself a little shake and one of her bristles floated free. It drifted towards Lily and she caught it. The broomstick told them to put it in the cauldron with the other two ingredients. Lily was about to ask the broomstick how she knew about the other two ingredients, but shrugged and kept silent because it seemed that even broomsticks were more magical that Halloween evening. The Jupiter twins and Shadow went back to the cauldron 
Lily dropped the bristle into it and was pleased to see a flash of light appear. Shadow said, That was the last ingredient. It's time for me to say the words of the spell. I hope I say them correctly. She looked at the spell book and proceeded to say the necessary words. When she'd finished, she stared at the cauldron and her whiskers twitched in expectation. There was another flash of light. Then a bottle floated out of the cauldron and straight into the cat's paw. It was a small bottle and contained a glittering orange liquid. Was that supposed to happen? Lily asked. I think so, the cat replied. I won't know if it's worked until later. I've booked myself a spot on the Halloween show and I'll use the magic inside the bottle then. I'm very nervous. I really hope my magic works. The twins offered to stand on the stage with Shadow later, if that would help. Shadow said she would like that, and thanked the kind twins. They arranged to meet up at the show. The twins said goodbye for now and went on more rides and played games at some of the stalls. A while later, an announcement from the speakers announced the show was starting soon and told visitors to make their way to the stage. Jake and Lily hurried towards the stage and managed to get seats on the front row. The show began. A variety of witches in different costumes and hats took to the stage and performed entertaining acts. The first witch played a guitar whilst flying upside down on a broomstick. Another witch brought a line of pumpkins to life and danced an Irish jig with them across the stage. The time flew by and soon the last performer walked shyly onto the stage. It was Shadow the Cat. She was holding the bottle of orange liquid tightly in her paws. She saw the Jupiter twins on the front row and gave them a nod. It was their signal to join her on stage. Lily and Jake leapt onto the stage and stood on either side of the cat. They gave her smiles of encouragement. Shadow smiled back at them. Shadow faced the audience 
and told them she'd never performed a spell before, but wanted to do something special for her witch to say thank you for looking after her so kindly over the years. From the second row, Shadow's witch smiled at her dear friend and mouthed a silent thank you. Shadow took a deep breath before loosening the lid on the bottle. She took the lid off, muttered a couple of words, and gave the bottle a shake. Swirling orange ribbons twirled out of the bottle and floated upwards, growing bigger and bigger. The ribbons drifted towards the sky and covered it in a shimmering cloud of orange and green. Then, something magical began to happen. Tiny flakes of pale orange and green snow drifted down from the clouds. When they landed on the ground, they made a carpet of glittering white snowflakes. But when they landed gently on the audience, they turned into soft orange and green gummies in the shape of pumpkins and witches' hats. The audience began to eat them and smiled in appreciation. Jake caught an orange flake in his open palm and asked Shadow what flavour it was. Shadow said, it was the flavour of Halloween. Jake popped the orange gummy into his mouth. It was a delicious combination of sweet and sour, a flavour he'd never tasted before, but it was utterly delicious. He held his hand out to catch more. Shadow said to the twins, My witch absolutely loves snow and Halloween candy. So when I found a spell that would create both, I knew I had to try it. And it only worked because you two helped me. Thank you so much. You have made my Halloween dreams come true. Jake looked at the orange and green candy in his palm and said, I think you've made my Halloween dreams come true too. I'm taking some of this back to school with me. If I don't eat it all now, that is. The magical snow fell a little longer, and everyone collected enough Halloween candy to last for weeks. Shadow waved her paw at the orange and green cloud 
and made it disappear. The stars and moon came back into view. All too soon, it was time for the pupils of the Leora Academy to head back to school. The Jupiter twins said goodbye to Shadow and wished her a happy Halloween. Shadow thanked the twins again and said she hoped they would meet again one day. The Jupiter twins and the rest of the school flew back to the academy and it wasn't long before they were all tucked up in bed. As they drifted off to sleep, Jake and Lily Jupiter thought about the wonderful time they'd had at the magical village and the friendly cat they had helped. It had been a very special Halloween indeed. <laughs>